bridging the intergenerational gap between the young and the elderly. Brothers and friends. Welcome all our listeners to another edition of Brothers and Friends. We bring you tippets from the Bible, entertaining gospel music. We interview personalities, gospel singers, writers. Don't touch that dial and you will be blessed by the end of it all.
music that we play complements the topic that we may be discussing at any given time. Amen. Greetings. We are so excited to have our guest with us today, all the way from Nigeria, Apostle Dr. Nisikak Sunday Natong. Apostle Natong is a seasoned missionary evangelist and revivalist in the south region of Nigeria. He's the president of Grace Chapel International Deliverance Ministries in Uyo, Nigeria. He is a God-chosen vessel and seasoned minister whom God has used in many crusades, conventions, conferences, and seminars all over the world. He's been tested, salted, and approved by God. He's married to the lovely evangelist Florence Nisikak Sunday with four lovely children, two boys and two girls. He's been in the Lord for decades with a bachelor's degree in missions and evangelisms with Harvest University and with a doctorate in divinity, Kwasa, with the International Institute of Biblical Studies. Apostle Natong's passion and motto is winning the lost at all cost and wow. winning souls and raising young kingdom giants, taking the gospel to the last man standing and depopulating hell and populating the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Today yeah. we will speak to him about his prophetic journey from mm -hmm. grass to grace. And we'll also speak to him about his upcoming book, Ministry is Not Funfare, but Warfare. Yeah. So we want to welcome you, Apostle Natong. Welcome. 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 Apostle Natong, welcome, sir. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Greetings from the Mother's Land. Greetings from Nigeria. Uh, it's a privilege to be here in the, the show today. Thank you so much. God bless you. Just before we dive into our interview, tell, tell us about your lovely wife, Florence, and your two boys and two girls. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's a blessing to have um, my wife and my family. I, uh, she's a missionary as well. She's an evangelist who preached in the school to the young people who love the Lord so dearly. And um, good part of, about it was I, I met her in the Bible school. Mm -hmm. But I was a lecturer. She was a student. Okay. You know, and I was praying, Lord, Lord, give me, you know, a missionary that we can work with so that we're able to fulfill mandates because the assignment in my life was great. So my prayer was, Lord, give me a missionary mm -hmm. as a wife so we're able to work together. Yes. And, you know, God had to orchestrate us. The Bible said, the step of the righteous is ordered by God. It was a miracle. You know, I, I, I went to teach in the campus and when I'm done and I call, call campus came and said, I should come and teach them. You know, when I went there, behold, she was the secretary of the class. She was the, the, uh, the leader in the class. Uh -huh. And and just so I saw her, I said, oh, wow, this is what God showed me. After the course, you know, I asked her, you know, how are you doing? He said, I'm fine. He said, are you married? He said, he said to me, no. why, why do you ask? I said, you're my wife, you know. He, he said, what are you saying? I said, you're my wife. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't ask her for a long thing. I just said, you're my wife. It's okay. Nah. I'm going to pray about it. I said, don't, don't waste my time. You're my wife. I saw before I meet you, you know. So, and that was how we, she prayed. Mm. And later called me that uh, we need to meet. And we, she accepted the offer. 
to be my wife, you know. And mm. we have been joining together now for the past 11 years now. Wonderful. Okay, so you found a good yeah. thing. You found a good thing. The Lord provided you a good thing and then two beautiful children, huh? All right. Wonderful. Yes, yes, yes. Two, two okay. boys yes, and yes, two yes. girls. Wow. Wonderful. When I want to listen to Brother Z and friends on the podcast, I Google B-R-O-T-H-E-R-Z-E-E-A-N-D-F-R-I-E-N-T-S. Brother Z and friends. When did you acknowledge the call of God in your life? Well, you know... <laughs> As I acknowledged the call of God upon my life, you know, at a very younger age, you know, but I was not taking it serious. Mm. You know, I, I'm of opinion that um, I was called from my mother's womb, and I'm I'm the eighth, mm. the last born in the family. You know, so okay. as a young boy, young boy, I'm going to having dreams, and the, the dream will come to pass. Mm-hmm. Remember one one day I had, had a dream. I told my parents that I had a dream. Somebody something happened. I had a dream. My parents told me maybe I have malaria. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and when it, it came to pass, they were like, sure, are you normal? You know, but I don't know that my mom was praying to have a prophet as a, as a, as a child, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I acknowledged the call as younger age, but I didn't take, take note, I didn't take it serious because I wanted to make money. Oh my mm-hmm. God, I wanted to make money, make money for us, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wanted to, to mm-hmm. be, be a captain of the ship, you know. Right. At what age did you realize? I know you were called from your mother's womb, like you said. Can you remember what age you were when you realized that there was definitely a call on your life? At the age of 15, I, 15. I discovered okay. I had dreams. You no know, dreams come to pass, you know, but I, I didn't want to be a preacher. Mm-hmm. But at the age of 22, Mm-hmm. We have the word begin to came with prophecy, you know. Anywhere I go, I went to church. They were going to make me leader. They're going to call me the leadership of the church. But at the age of twenty-two, is okay. where I actually acknowledge mm-hmm. that hey, this is serious. Mm-hmm. So from fifteen upward, there were, were a lot of um, signs of me going to ministry. For twenty-two years of my age, that's where I started to begin to you know acknowledge. You know that something heavy is about to happen in my life. Wonderful. Right. Yes, so, Apostle, were there any special things that happened around your birth that let your parents know that you were a special child? According to my birth history that my mom gave to me, my, my mom told me that um, she had a very, very rough time in my in my pregnancy, a mm-hmm. very bad time. You know, at the age of at the at the third month mm-hmm. of my pregnancy, third month, she was so sick. So sick to a point that nobody believed she's gonna survive it. Mm-hmm. You know that she, she was rushed to the hospital and she was there from that third month. The, mm-hmm. the doctor tried all they could, you know, to to bring her back to normal health. But she was her health was deteriorating. She was macheting. She was she was not adding weight. She was just yellow in color, yellow in the eye. Mm-hmm. She told me that one day the doctor who called my parent, my dad, and said, "Hey, how many children do you have?" He said, "They have seven. And this is the eighth. And the doctor advised my mom, my dad, to, to sign that my, my life should be terminated so you can have the wife back. Mm. My, my mom said, anytime my father wants to go to the doctor's office to sign, sign he, he became confused. Mm. He, he lost his mind until these, the 14 days of tumor that I gave to him expired. And the doctor called him and said to him, we have tried all the way to save this pregnancy, but since you don't want to sign, we don't want anything to happen to your wife, we have tried our best, according to medical advice. Mm. But at the nine months, my mom was in the hospital at the nine months, my mom had to put to bed 
you know, and and with that CS no, normal delivery, and that word made my parents know hey, this child there is something about the child because the devil came to kill me in my mother's womb, but not the devil. The God protected me. I was so sick, you know, as a sick lad. I was sick as a school. Sometimes I was slum in the school. At times I, I felt sick. And I missed my fourth exams. You know, felt sick. I was in in hospital and out of hospital every time. Okay. But, and my parents know that there's something about this this young man. So really, according to Satan, you should have been dead a long time ago, but God intervened. They never wanted to kill me, my mother's mm. sir. You are listening to Brother Z and Friends, a subsidiary of Brother Z Ministries. Brother Z Ministries is a 501c3 organization. We share because we care. We are so pleased to report that Brother Z and Friends is reaching listeners in 24 countries. Those countries are Canada, Trinidad and Tobago, Germany, Nigeria, Pakistan, Israel, Belgium, India, Russia, Spain, United Kingdom, Australia, New Zealand, Philippines, Puerto Rico, France, Cameroon, Libya, Netherlands, Cyprus, Sierra Leone, Algeria, and Malaysia. The website for Brother Z Ministries is BrotherZMinistries.com.
a parcel. Would, would you say that you experience uh, a time exactly for God's work? In the work of God, the experience is important. The experience is important. You know, because if you, if you are not experienced, you're going to crash lands. You're going to crash lands. You know, God allowed us to go through things to, to train us on the joining. Mm-hmm. You know, so I had ex- rough experiences. You know, I mean, rough experiences. You know, imagine you, you wanted to, to, I wanted to study uh, to be a, sh- a captain of a ship. Uh-huh. And God said, no, you have to be a preacher, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was a shipping man- manager in, in a company, and God said, resign and go and preach the gospel. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you know, such a time that, that you see you have, you have, your peers, your friends are making good money. Mm-hmm. It's a lie, but you are trying, you know, to, to, you know, to adapt with life. Mm. You know, so it was a spirit at a time that was in Lagos. I couldn't have where to stay, where to live, mm-hmm. because I accepted the call. You know, uh, have to live, have to live under the tree, have to live in the shop. You know, I have to wait for some time. No money in my pocket because people said I'm, I'm out of my mind. You know, mm. resigning from work, this guy is crazy. You know, so people don't believe that I've, I've lost my mind. But mm. you know, I remember Brother Z. I remember yes. five hundred naira is not up to a dollar. I remember I used it for a week to right. eat because mm-hmm. there was nobody to take care of me. Mm-hmm. You know, so right. it, it was a rough experience that God just had to, to let me go through. I've, I've, I've lost house. I've slept on the street. I've slept on the church, you know. Ooh. You know, right. I, I've been rejected. I've mm-hmm. been in pain. Yes. I've been in cold, you know. Okay. You know, God was actually taking me through this story. I was able to know that, hey, it's all about the process. Joseph passed through a lot of things from the parents, you know, from the family. He was sold, okay. put in the pit, so the Potiphar, so those experiences mm-hmm. really helped me to make the work now understand the work that uh, my, my God, our ministry is not is not funfare ministry. Okay. It's warfare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So it seems that you realize that there's no better ship to be on but the ship of God. Yeah, you know, my God, the, the best thing is to be in the ship of God. You know, that's right. That's oh, right. Was, yeah. was that bone? There's, there's not, there's nothing like being a God servant. Let me tell you this: the best work on earth is to work for God. That's okay. right. The best work. Mm-hmm. Amen. To work for God. Mm-hmm. No, no work pay you. No, no work pay you. No, no company can pay you than God. God pay you more than billion dollars because number one, you are a priest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are a priest and a king. You know, we represent him here. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I was telling them the other day in the class that God breathed into us for us to speak for him. Okay. So we are a smart piece. Mm-hmm. What about that? So the okay. best thing is to be in the ship of God. It's the best thing. The Wonderful. Best thing. Apostle, it says here in your yes, profile, sir. you went from gross to grace. Uh, tell us why you consider your life went from gross to grace. Uh, my life was like, like the life of the young young Gideon who who said I'm I'm the poorest in Manasseh. Mm. You know, I I I I had a, a very rough a very rough beginning. My dad was sick, was bedridden oh. within seven years, and mm. and my mother refused to to leave. So my mother took care of us. You know, have never for once paid school fees in times. After I had to send me out of school. Mm-hmm. But I was the most brilliant student in the school. So nobody would take care of me. And we were eight. So we are, the poverty, <laughs> poverty was living in our house. Mm-hmm. We didn't have a good house. Okay. And imagine having having eight children in one small room. Whoa. Four by four, three meters. Mm-hmm. You know? So you ex- you exchange your breed. When others are bringing that oxygen, you are bringing a couple hundred, you exchange it. 
You know, there was no good beginning for me. You know, so God take, called me from that humble beginning, rough place, and begin to use me for His glory. Mm. You know, by God's grace, I, I, I remember sometimes in Christmas, I don't have clothes to wear. Mm. No clothes to wear on Christmas. Without, without food, without shoes. You know, remember some, some days ago to my friend's house, they are cooking rice for Christmas, cooking chicken, I'm crying because they don't have even, even a fish to eat. Mm. You know, but, but, God, but God, you know, who sees in the deep was preparing me. Today, by God, when I've been to nations of the world, to countries of the world, I have good life. I fly the plane. You know, my dad had a bicycle. You know, mm. so so I my counsel my, my life as from from grass from zero. Mm. You know, I'm not even arriving. I'm not arriving yet. I'm on the way to the top by God's grace. Mm. But I counted that, mm. that you know, like like that Gideon said, is the least and the poorest. You know, when you when you when you born in with a silver spoon is different. But when you born with with poverty, you know, nothing works. Mm. Nobody believe on you. Mm. Nobody help you. No uncle help you. You are all alone. You know, time will cry. Time we have felt sick. And mom couldn't buy buy a drug. You're gonna mm. use half to 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 revive you. You know, mm. at times you know, so many things happen. You know, I think we came back from school. All of us had no no school fees. We are crying. You know, my mom has to see and use bread parawinkles and no palm kernels and cassava to see that. You know, at times we cook food without oil. Mm. You know, without meat, without mm. without fish. You know, mm. you know to eat. You know, there was nothing like balanced diet, there was no nutrition, but come on, we are still there. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just God that made, made me alive today because to have things, you know, uh, as a young person, there was nothing. Amen. But I know that God reserved me for, for a purpose. Amen. Thank you. Yes. It's Anointed Community Services International. We're a nonprofit 501c3 organization, and we educate and empower the disadvantaged women, youth, veterans, and seniors in South Lake County. We're currently managing the Elise Tomlin Community Center in Groveland, Florida, and offering free programs for youth, women, and seniors. We're offering an after-school tutoring program, a summer activities program, a women's network uh, that brings women together to educate and empower them to be self-sufficient, and also a Meals on Wheels program that delivers food for veterans and seniors in the community. Many are receiving help applying for food stamps, Medicaid, getting legal document assistance, and even starting a business. We'll soon be in a new Elise Tomlin Empowerment Center that will have a business incubator where small businesses will be able to start off with a low overhead and get free services by our staff. We believe in empowering and transforming communities. And we can be reached by calling 352-404-7898. Again, that's 352-404-7898. Or you can visit us online at www.anointedcs, that's C as in cat, S as in Sam, dot org. Anointedcs.org. Bridging the intergenerational gap between the young and the elderly, brothers and friends. Yes. Amen. Amen. So, Apostle, we think about the life of Joseph and how Joseph had a dream. Did God, by any chance, show you your future? And yeah, I mean, likely said, my God prepared me and planted me like like Joseph because number one, 
in this question is, is very powerful because number one, I'm the last born. <laughs> I'm the last child. <laughs> I'm the eighth, you know. At the same time, my family don't, don't support what I'm doing. You know, there's a lot of hatred, you know. <laughs> you know, so they, you know, the attention from heaven, you know, the, what God was doing. So I, God showed me what I'm doing now so many years ago. You know, so many years ago, the crusades, you know, remember one day I was, I was, I was in, in a dream. I saw massive, you know, massive crowd, you know, mm. that end. And the Lord told me, the Lord spoke to me, he said, I want you to be popular. I want to use you in the kingdom of God, not in the world. Because I was a footballer. I played football. I played soccer. Okay. You know, I was trying to get club in Europe to go and make it a professional. Mm. So God spoke to me in that revelation. He said to me, I don't, want to be, I don't want to be popular in football. I want to be popular in the kingdom. Okay. You know, it was in a massive crusade that has no end. No. So what God I've been doing now, even the book I'm writing now, God shows me in the dream. God even showed me the rescue teams of, of missions we are doing right now in the dream. You know, I would tell anybody that God always show you where you are going, but he will not show you the middle. You will not see you the process. You will not see you the challenge. Because what, what keeps me going is what he showed to me. If God showed to you, he will strengthen you for what our trials are going through. So he showed me several times. You know, even showed my marriage, showed me my ministry, showed me a lot of things, showed me all the traveling ministries, you know. And whatever day, God showed me more than 200 in national flags on the sky. Mm. He said, I'm taking you to this country to come represent me. Mm. More than 200 flags mm. the nation of, of, of the world. Mm. You know, so I know that I have a global ministry. You know, it was a dream more than two times. First okay. time was 15, 15 flags, nation flag 15. Okay. Second time was 200. And I wake up and was, wow, Lord, mm. Lord, little me, young me, how can I do this? And I was fasting for 21 days. And the 19 days, the Lord speaks to me loud, on, very loud on the revelation. He said, go into the wall and preach the gospel. And I jump up, I hit my head on the wall. I said, Lord, what are you saying? Mm. From where? I don't have no passport. Where did I start from? You know, so I, I can say categorically that God showed me, you know, what I'm doing now because that this kept me going. Whatever it is the storm, what God showed me is still reflecting in my mind. Wow. It's very strong in my spirit. We understand that you're writing a book called Ministry is Not Fun Fair, but it's Warfare. Tell us about a little bit about it, just a little bit, and uh, where we can get that book. I'm going to give glory to Jesus for the first, first and foremost for making me an, an author. I've been prophesied several times about, about writing a book. I was like, how will I start? You know, number one, what, what would I write? But, but at the appointed time, God bring it to pass. Hallelujah. The ministry is not warfare, but it's a fun fair. Yeah. So I want to let you know that our book will going to be on Amazon, by God grace. And Dr. Linda is helping us there in the U.S. It's going to be on Amazon. I'm going to reach out to there's going to be links sent for Amazon. There's going to be physical sent to you online, you know. And I want to want to say that again. I would like uh, Dr. Linda to the book to be given to you know anyone that come here to preach the word of God, you know, in this radio broadcast to uh, to be a blessing to the people around around the world. That hey, we need to support one another because ministry is all about compliments, not fighting. You know, we are called to compliment one another. To be a blessing. Amen. And I'm seeing this radio house. I'm going to call across station. It's a light. It's a light. It's going to be a great light to help others. When I want to listen to Brother Z and friends on the podcast, I Google B-R-O-T-H-E-R-Z-E-E-A-N-D-F-R-I-E-N-T-S. Brother Z and friends.
bridging the intergenerational gap between the young and the elderly. Brothers and friends, the music that we play complements the topic that we may be discussing at any given time.
Yes, sir. Where could you tell us where you conducted your crusades, my uh, pastor? Uh, by God's grace, I've been to do crusades in Nigeria in my city. I I was in Lagos when when I when I get get the call, resigned from my work and started in Lagos. You know, then I do my first crusade in Ogun State in Lagos, and God God speak to me say, Hey, you get your start from here, Jerusalem. You're gonna go back go back home. So I have to resign and move with my wife to my my village to start the crusade in my village. Right. By God's grace, I've done crusade in my city, in my village. In my city, I've done in Ghana. I've done in Cameroon. You know, looking at uh, next week, uh, next month, having a bigger one again, mega crusade again in my city. And looking at, we have plans to have meetings in Dubai and other nations. So mm-hmm. as the Lord unveiled daily, in fact, God told us to go to South Africa, you know, mm-hmm. to do something mega for God there in South Africa and other nations. Mm-hmm. Even in Florida, I mentioned mm-hmm. California and another part of the U.S. So, mm-hmm. so uh, that is where I've got it, Nigeria, in Ghana, in, you know, in Cameroon, I was called to come to uh, Liberia by somewhere around April. And other countries are calling, calling also come. You know, we need to take it a step ahead. You need to follow what God said, not what your right. mind is saying. Mm. So we want to do crusade around, around the world as it opened the door. Do you have like an estimate of the amount of souls that's been won for God under your, your ministry? I can't give a figure of the soul, but I know my, my motto is winning in this, all the laws at all costs. Mm. Okay. My heart goes for passion for soul because um, soul winning is the foundation of Christianity. Mm-hmm. You know, soul winning is the foundation of Christianity because Jesus died because of soul. Or God so loved the world, he has to donate his son, have to kill his son. Mm-hmm. Us. So soul winning is a top priority for me. The mm-hmm. extent of my living is to see souls run to the kingdom, to mm-hmm. depopulate hell and populate heaven. So okay. I cannot give you a, a complete video of people mm-hmm. or souls that have given life to Christ, but I can tell you, I remember one of my crusades, the, the whole crowd was running to the altar. Okay. Wow. You know, okay. Mm-hmm. They baptized in the Holy Ghost. Wonderful. Remember, I remember not only the crusades, uh, the, the last time I was, I was sitting on, on, on my house, a young man ran to me and said, lead me to Christ. I want to know Jesus. One-on-one, you know. Mm-hmm. So we do not just only the crusade. We have, you know, one-on-one encounters. And, and I can't can preach in crusade without winning. So because the essence of going out is to introduce Christ to them, mm-hmm. the hope of all glory. Wonderful. So, so many have been, have been accepting Christ in our crusade and in our missions. Right. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Apostle, so who was your mentor? Well, I would say my first mentor is the Holy Spirit. My first mentor is the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Is what God is, is teaching me. But I, I have so many mentors. I have um, I'm Reverend Dr. Omar Pai here. He's a pioneer, he's an evangelist, he's a missionary. I've been in uh, with the Reverend Dr. Inka Yusuf, who is um, the founder of the Practical University of, of, of Practical Evangelism in Lagos. He's purely soul winner. He, we do crusades. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and I know, and uh, the last I was following Renard, Renard Bonke, All you know, right. I've never been in Bonke longest crusade mm-hmm. but the last passing of the torch let me say this the last crusade he did before he died was advertised and i saw it on the on the on the on, on the online and i told myself my wife i'm going to be in this crusade mm-hmm. guess what and god god has to arrange for me i was praying lord where and when he announced that he's going to be in nigeria his last pass of the torch <laughs> Man, i was there in the crusade mm-hmm. he's final, final preaching of the crusade 
he came to drop the mantle and the battery in Nigeria. Mm, wow. I was there. I was there for, for four days. I didn't go home. Mm. I was there in, in the crowd. I was there in the ground crying, Lord, can you use me? Because wow. it's all about mm. passion. You know, remember he was old, but he was preaching with tears. You know, I was mm. preaching as if he didn't want to, he didn't want, he want to, the doctor was holding him, you know, he said, leave me, I want to preach. If I die, I should die here. Mm. That, that really, that really break my heart. Wow. So if a father like this is still preaching and winning the, the souls, mm. what am I doing? So I was there in the place for four days. I didn't go back home. It was raining. It was sun. I have to stood still. My, my, my shoe was soaked on the water. I said, no, I need this fire to go for souls. Because nothing follows us back to heaven than the souls That's right. of men. Hear mm -hmm. When you buy a private plane, you buy a private jet, you get a house in Miami, bought anything you bought, nothing. Heaven did not celebrate the achievement here. Mm. Heaven only celebrates when That's one soul right. added the right. kingdom. So all what you acquire here is useless in heaven until right. souls mm. are one. Wow. Yes. Heaven celebrate jubilee over his soul. So soul winning is what moved me. So I saw it in a bunker. I read the book of Charles Finney, you know, the top evangelists, you know, around the world. I read the, yeah. the God's generals, you know, mm -hmm. and I said their mistakes. So that is where that is that is where I get my strength okay. from. I really enjoy, you know, mentors of different fathers because as for you want to go far in life, you need to follow those that no roads. You need mm. to follow mentors, That's people right. who have been on the road before you. That's the Lord right. speak to me about that. He said, he said, if you want to be great, look for great people and follow. Mm. You know, mm. the likes of the likes of the of Archbishop Benzi, that was a father of faith in Nigeria. I followed him. I listened to their tapes. I listened to their prayers, listen to their, their passion. So I do I go for conferences, spend time at times a week, go leave my house, go and sit on the fathers and hear what they are speaking. Because I want to learn. I, I mean, I'm teachable. I want to know how to serve God better. I want to know how to serve God and make heaven. I want to hear my, my right ears. Well done, my fellow servant. Come in and have your place. Right. That's, that's, my, that's my vision, sir. Bridging the intergenerational gap between the young and the elderly. Brothers and friends. Oh, to Jesus I surrender all To Him I freely give I will ever love and trust Him in His Be my blessed Savior. 
would you give to those who want to be used greatly by God? My advice is, you know, <clears throat> yield yourself to the assignment. Be yielded. Just be a, a servant, not a boss. <laughs> God don't use boss. God use servant. God good mm-hmm. children. If you look at great people on earth, God use, choose the foolish things of this world and until the eye in you die, you cannot be used greatly in That's God right. because yeah. God is I am that I am, you know. And you know, until the seed of corn falls to the ground and dies, so you need to be humble. Mm. Number one, number two, you need to be yielded to the leading of the spirit. Mm. Number three, oh my god, you need to take intimacy serious, intimacy, intimacy. Peter did not boast of the qualification or what he acquired in ministry in the in the beautiful gate. He mm-hmm. told the crippled man, such that I have. <laughs> what did he have? He had intimacy with God, with, with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And it was a miracle. So for you to be used greatly by God, have to be broken. The potter has to break the clay, my God. <laughs> you have to allow the potter to handle you for the master use. So I would advise anyone that wants to be great by God, that, hey, we're ready to die for the vision. Mm, be yeah. humbled, be teachable, you know, see God as all that you have mm. and always give glory to God, not you, because you cannot do any miracle. Right. You know, yeah. I was, I, I was yeah. speaking, I was speaking, I was speaking in the conference, in a conference, I didn't, I didn't even pray for sick, a woman that was there with a the cancer of the breast, lungs in the breast, was there, you know, after the conference, he called my host that I came into the meeting with lumps, big lumps, stone in my breast. But now I can't find it. Mm. The, the, the lumps have disappeared. Mm. And when my host called me and said, do you hear that? I said, no, tell us, God, tell God, thank you, not me. You shouldn't thank me because you have, when you take God's glory, it, you can't do anything. Give God all the glory. Mm, you know, yeah. I remember, I remember the, other, the other day a pastor called me and said, hey, I, I feel a stone in my left breast. It's so painful. I pray with her. And the stone disappear in her breast. He called me, what can I do? He said, give God praise. Give God yeah. glory. Right, right. Uh, uh, another testimony I want to share with you. I went to preach in the prison in my city. You know, that's God lead me. And when I was there, a young man was in the chapel, was playing the guitar. 
So when I was finished preaching and minister, I, I prophesied to him and said, look, the Lord going to visit you tonight and I'm going to give you a miracle. You know, this guy committed murder, killed somebody, and he was there for 11 years without a trial. Mm. You know, when I left that week, he was tried in the court. The judge asked him, are you guilty or not? He said, I'm guilty. The judge said, you are discharged and acquitted. Wow. You know, yeah. for the first time on, on murder case, and he was relieved from the prison. You know, so when he came out, he called, he looked for my number and he went to the, to the chapel, registered and picked my number and called me. I want to see you. Are you, are you a human being? What is that? I said, no, go and tell God. Thank you. Yes. Not me. I, I cannot do anything. I cannot have so many miracles. So many miracles I've seen happening. It has been my crusade. But all you tell anybody, they don't ever share with God's glory. Because if you do that, the Holy Ghost will not going to leave you. So to live greatly by God, God is don't share God's glory. Right. You know, let kingdom, kingdom be your focus. Kingdom be kingdom minded. That's that is that is my focus to be yeah. kingdom minded. Then all that things will follow. That's powerful. So that's the advice for those that want to be used by God. And so I think that would also uh, apply to those who are seeking gifts of healing and the prophetic as well. What advice would you give to them? Oh, thank you so much, Dr. Linda. Thank you so much. You know, and who's seeking the gift of healing and prophetic? You know, we are in a generation that that value the gift, that the fruits. <laughs> we are in a generation that, that value the gifts, that the fruits. God knows what you're going to use to plot the land, the, the farm. The farmer know, know what they're going to use to set, to clear the farm. You know, they use the tools. So I will advise people that are craving after the healing anointing and prophetic anointing that one of the things is hunger. Hunger, crave after it. You know, Paul said, convert. You know, if you love it, if you want it, be humble enough to ask God. He said, ask him. You know, I remember, I remember some days I was, I fasted three days dried, I fasted five days dried, no water, I fasted seven days, I fasted nine days, I fasted 14 days dry. What were you looking for? I told God I want to preach gospel without power because I don't want to be a show, a, a show, a, a model. I don't want to be a speaker. I want to be a mad piece of God that speaks and it comes to pass. Yes. So I need Amen. to go after, I need Amen. to be thirsty. Mm. He said, you either the test is oh, come and drink. Father. You know. Mm. So I, I was like Esther, I said, if I perish, I perish. Mm -hmm. You know, remember when I go go for 14 days far drive in the church, the secretary asked me, Who sent you? Did the prophet ask you? I said, No. Who sent you? I said, I sent myself. No, no, we can't accept you. No, accept me. I've made it with God already. You know, I want to see God in action. I want to be like Moses. I want to speak on God because, because our generation need to see God in action. That's right. You need mm -hmm. to crave. Mm -hmm. You need to crave. Right. You know, we can't we can't just see God. We can't see God as a model. We want to see God as a healer. Yes. People are sick. Mm. God is a healer. Yes. You know, he's the same yesterday, the same today, the same forever. So we need to know that God is looking for men to pour his gift into, mm. to use to help humanity. Oh. So so my, my, my advice is humbly be hunger, hunger, be mm. tasty, crave right. yes. after it. Hunger, spend time. Don't be so easy to accept failure. Don't arrive too early, you know. Mm. Hunger, I need more, right. more yes. of you, more yes. of him, more of his presence. You know, spending time with the word of God, spending time in prayer, 
spending time in fasting, you know, reading books, mm -hmm. you know, yes. being under the mentor uh, of those that car carrier of those kind of gifts, mm. you know, have been impacted by, by fathers of faith that mm. I, I cannot even I cannot even explain. There is one of our father of faith in Nigeria, Pastor Ije Deboye, who has who sit five million people in in a meeting. You know, remember when I went to the camp, I asked God, so he has such grace is here. I don't he don't know me. I said, Lord, in this conference, he will lay hand on me before I go back to my my, my state. Mm. Guess what happened? God God orchestrated by himself. So at the end of the conference, he said, Lord told him to lay hand on all the participants. And his hand was laid upon my life. Mm. He carried healing anointing. Wow. You know, yes. God, God, God has orchestrated men, fathers, who carry these great giftings to impact on me because I have, my heart is testing. My heart is craving. You know, at times I will see the cripple walk. I'm crying, Lord, when will you use me? You know, mm. it's just been craving, been hunger, you know, for the healing anointing and for the prophetic. You know, yes. you need to know that God, God is the one that opened their ears. God is one that that, that, that give you the details. Mm -hmm. Don't try to be you are the best mm -hmm. because God still has seven thousand. I've not bowed to, to the prophet of Bar. You know, mm -hmm. don't try to be arrived. You know, but I see a lot of contention these days. See, I'm, the, I'm a major prophet. I'm minor prophet. No, you don't need that. You need to know that it's God that give you the ability. You know, to prophesy. Right. You know, so right. I will ask those that want prophetic anointing, healing anointing, that they just submit themselves to God and be hunger for the gift hunger for God, and go out to serve. You get the gift in the field, not in your yeah, house. Right. Yeah. Because it's, it's not for the show. Mm -hmm. It's not for the show. That's it's not right. for the show. Gift is at the field, not in the house. Mm -hmm. You can't sit in your house and get the gift. The gift is to for the walk. Right. You know, most of my healing anointing happened in the crusade, not in my house. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, you mm -hmm. know, God opened their ears because God wants to use the gift to solve problems for humanity. Okay. Come on, you need to move. Mm -hmm. You need to go. He All says, right. go into the world and preach the gospel. This sign follow those that go, not people that sit. My God, That's I feel right. like preaching here. This sign follow. No more I, he says here. What does that mean to believers? And also, will God use those he doesn't trust? No more I, Paul said, no more I that live again, but Christ will live with me. You know, you, until you remove the I, you cannot be used by God. Mm. Not you. It's, it's, him. Oh, it's Christ in me. Yeah. You have to remove the I. I have to get away. I is the flesh. I is, what can a man do? Nothing. For with man, all thing is impossible. Look at that. For, for with God, <laughs> all thing is possible. So I there is not you, it's God. So you can have the possibility. Right. And so will you, God cannot use who you do not trust. No, no, no. Mm. Will you give your car to a child you don't trust they can't drive? No. no. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> it's suicidal. Mm -hmm. You know, if mm -hmm. I give my car to my, 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 my seven-year-old boy now, uh, should, my, my heart should be skipping or any car that comes in. And he has to crash land, you know. Mm -hmm. Or I, I kill himself or he kills somebody. Mm -hmm. So God cannot use who is not trust. You need to believe God and trust him before he can use you. Whatever word God has put in your spirit, prophecy, whatever God's uh, laid on your heart. I want to encourage somebody with the word in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8, that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, uh, today, and forever. What he did in the past is still able to do again today. And let me share it with you that God is able to turn your life around. Whatever you are going through in life is possible for God to change it. 
you know, I would like somebody to understand that the God we are serving is a great God. Nothing to compare with. He's a God that turned water to wine. My God, he turned water to wine. He was in the wedding and the wine got finished. And he, he said to Peter, I said to the disciple, fill the pot, my God. And when they filled the pot with water, and he said, start serving. My question is, how do you serve water to the high table? Because he was the wine, new wine was in the meeting, and the water turned to wine. So I'm trying to tell you here, whatever is a challenge, God has the power to turn it around. He has the power to unturn until that situation is changed. Don't give up on God. Believe God for a miracle. Believe God for healing. You know, because his, his name is Alpha, is Omega, is the beginning and the end. So I want to let somebody know again that God is able to open the blind eyes. My God, <laughs> you know, the blind Patimus was, 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 was blind. Oh, he was on the road mm. uh, for, for years. He was blind. One day he heard that Christ is coming, you know, and he said, who is coming? He said, Jesus Christ is coming. He find out what his name. He called his name. Son of David, have mercy on me. And he stood. You know, the blind Bartimaeus went and out of blindness, he became, you know, a celebrity because he left the scene, seen, and there was a miracle. So I want you to trust God that every closed door against you, God would open it back in the name of Jesus. And I, I would like to, to link John 5, verse 1 to 6, that Jesus was, was in the city and he said to visit the, the pool of Bethesda, and the man was there with an area's invalid. He was sick, but at eight years, and Jesus Christ gets to the man and says, what, what is, what is, what's up? What is going on? He said, I had no man to help whatever the, the angel God stayed the water. Jesus tell him, you need no man. I am the way, the true, and the life. Mm -hmm. He said, for you to, to ask, you have no man. Carry the bed and go home. You don't need the water. What does that signify? Mm -hmm. That God can turn anything around at any time. Mm -hmm. What you know does not matter. What God knows matters. My oh, God. God. What God says matters. It's not what you say. Yeah, yeah. Doctor can say something, but that's not what God says. Oh, oh, my God. You can, your lawyer can say something. That's not what God says. The problem is what did God say about your life? That's what I'm interested. God said, I am the head, not the tail. Come on, look at that. I'm the head. So there's nothing the devil can do to bring me back to the tail because I'm the head. I walk in dominion. I walk in power. I walk in authority. See, I want to let you understand that, that the Bible speaking in Isaiah 60. They arise and shine where light has come. And the glory of the Lord shall be risen upon thee. See, we are glory carriers. Amen. What is glory? Glory is light. What is glory? Glory is dominion. What is glory? Glory is authority. He said, occupy until I come. Now, this radio broadcast is going across nations as a light. The light shall in darkness, and darkness comprehended not. And the Bible said, We are the light of the world. A city set on high. So I want you to understand that when you are light, you cannot fail. You cannot die. You cannot be sick. Because the light, the glory of the Lord radiate upon your life. Then I want to speak to those that are hit, that are sick in the body right now, anywhere you are hearing me from, that I speak to the source of your challenge right now. Anyone that is sick, my God, of a cancer in your stomach, right now I speak healing right now in the name of Jesus. Be healed right now of that sickness in the name of Jesus. Jesus. Are you having a business doing that have been packed up or something and challenging you? I ask that Jesus will 
will touch your family now. Are you having problems in your family? Maybe you are you and your children having issue. But I want to speak to somebody here that the prince of peace is in your house right now. Receive peace right now in the name of Jesus. Receive peace in your marriage right now. Peace in your business. That challenges that look like is impossible in your eye. It is possible in God. Know that what whatever whatever is impossible with man is always possible With in God. Mm. Because God is a God of possibility. Thank and let me just shock you. The meaning of my name is Nsika means God of possibility. You know, and I, and I want to pro prophesy to this radio station, mm -hmm. Brazil and the, and the crew, that the nations are waiting for you guys to con connect. I see a flag of nation rolling around around your logo. Though there's something about the nation that's about to happening right now. There's going to be a connection to make sure that the, the audience is increased and there's going to be calls from regions of nations. They come in with with this word. I want you to understand to prepare that we're going to have you word every week that's going to go out to touch life. What of encouragement, what of healing, what of breakthrough. And I want to decree upon everyone that is listening to me that after this broadcast, your miracle will be in your hands because we serve a God of miracles. We share because we yeah. Until the next time, may the good Lord bless you and cause his face to shine upon you and give you peace. Love you, love you, love you, love you, we love you. We love you.